Part 10 of Work of the Sisters During the Epidemic of Influenza, October 1918, by Francis Edward Tersher. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Part 10. St. Michael's. The first case to which the sisters were called was pathetic, yet in part amusing. A poor little girl of fourteen was trying to keep house, to take care of her sick mother, and at the same time attend to six smaller children. The father, either crazed or drunk, had gone to get a death certificate for the sick wife. He returned with the certificate and imagined that his little girl was the undertaker come to bury the wife who was not dead. The sisters telephoned for an ambulance, but this legal stickler refused to go without a doctor's certificate. This was finally obtained and the man removed to the Philadelphia hospital. After a week he returned, in his senses, the sisters say. He has taken the pledge and received the sacraments and is coming every week regularly to prove to the sisters that he is faithful to his promises. The sisters found one family, father, mother, and three children, all very ill. There was no food, practically no clothing, no bedding, none of the comforts of home. The wife was not a Catholic, and the sisters hesitatingly offered to get what was needed. To their surprise, she gratefully accepted, and even asked to have a badge of the Sacred Heart for herself and the others. All in this family recovered. In the next home, the father had just died, after two years' illness previous to the influenza. The mother and five children were sick in bed. A girl of eighteen was doing her best as housekeeper and nurse all here recovered. In another case, the sisters found a father and four children lying on the floor on an old mattress. They had no means to pay a doctor. The sisters went to one nearby, a non-Catholic. He came to the house at their request and gave his services free of charge. Hearing of a case of a family, the Protestants, where all were ill, the sisters called on the lady next door, also a Protestant, asking her assistance to get admission into the neighboring house. She received them at first very coldly, and told them not to try to enter, as the man of the house was bitterly prejudiced. But, she added, if I get sick, force your way in here. Suddenly she broke down, began to cry, and said, Sisters, pray for a lost sister. The sisters tried to console her, and are now keeping their promise of prayer, hopeful for the woman's conversion. Mother of Consolation, Chestnut Hill In one home, the sisters found six little children, sick and very dirty. The father, a Protestant, had gotten out of bed, after two weeks' illness, to try to earn some money for medicines. There was not a scrap of food in the house, nor any coal. The sisters procured medicine and food, but when they wished to arrange for the priest's coming, the oldest girl was seriously ill, they could not find a single article of furniture to serve as a table or a fitting place for the blessed sacrament. In the next place visited, a little boy of eight informed the sisters that his mamma and the children were sick. The sisters found the mother quite ill, and peeping out from the blankets in a large bed, they saw six little black curly heads, and in a crib at the foot of the bed a little baby. There was no coal, no food, no medicines, and no money to buy them. A kind, good man in the parish, at the sisters' request, sent a quantity of coal, and the sisters got medicine and food to ensure the health and comfort of the mother and her eight little ones. 
calling at another house where the sisters had been told there was distress they were met at the door by an old lady too old to attend to household duties she refused to let the sisters come in knowing however that sad conditions existed there as two of the family had been taken to the hospital and the man and wife were still in the house very ill the sisters returned to this house the next day they were met at the door by the ungracious greeting i guess you might as well be working here as any place else they went in cleaned the house and prepared food the old lady met them later and told them that she had the wash ready for them the sisters did the washing and as a consequence returned to the convent to go to bed themselves for a four weeks struggle with influenza conditions reports one of the sisters in some places were indescribable often there were no beds for the poor afflicted victims no bed clothing no linens nothing but filth and rags in one of these places the sisters made a tour of inspection to the second floor they found a chubby four-year-old boy running quite a high temperature they sent at once for a lady doctor who had been very attentive to the poor in the parish she said the child had pneumonia the sisters now sent for the mother who was out they could find neither a cup or a spoon in the house two of the sisters tried to arrange some sort of a bed for the poor little lad and his sister also sick another went in search of the kitchen and found three other little ones who needed care the kitchen was a mass of filth caused partly by a stopped waste pipe in the sink there was nothing to do but put on her rubbers and sweep the accumulated dirt into the yard later the father and mother came home the sisters told the mother plainly what were her duties to her children and the place which they ought to call home the woman seemed to have taken the sister's word to heart for when we returned the next day we found that she had purchased pots and pans and dishes had cleaned the whole house and gotten a real bed for the poor little patients drink bears the blame for conditions in this family but whose is the responsibility we're all capable of human decency and christian restraint st philip's on the first day after permission was given the sisters to care for the sick october ten six sisters at st philip's visited thirty families money had been given to the sisters by the rector and members of the parish to be used for the relief of the sick from the businessmen of this section came broths oranges lemons alcohol whiskey buttermilk junket and gelatin to be used where the sisters found need many families depended entirely upon what was thus provided for them from the convent the authorities had decided to open an emergency hospital in lithuanian hall and the sisters were asked to take charge but the plan was not realized the hospital was not opened the work of the sisters in this convent was therefore wholly devoted to the sick in their homes almost everywhere on the streets the sisters met with some token of respect to prove that their mission of mercy and charity was recognized even the ornamental props at saloon corners it is said honored them with a salute at one house the sisters knocked and pounded in vain a serious case had been reported there they persevered and finally the wife a mere child in appearance came rubbing her eyes she had fallen asleep worn out by long watching the man was cold as ice and near death he died that evening after repeating the act of contrition with the sisters his last words were thank god the sisters were here 
in another house the sisters found an irish girl married to a chilean nursing had palled on the man who had called in a party of his compatriots they were making good cheer in the room where the poor wife lay apparently dying she begged the sisters to have the priest the sisters sent for the priest and requested the man to dismiss his companions the sisters had been warned that it would be dangerous to go to this house they braved the danger and as a consequence the poor irish girl wife received the sacraments and later recovered possibly the fact may move the man from the southern hemisphere to a better sense of human propriety in one house of a lutheran family the sisters found the bodies of four persons who had died of the epidemic waiting for burial they were sent to an upper room in this house where they found a catholic young man very sick this young man had nursed the whole family giving them his clothing even his bed linens before he himself became a victim the recovery of this young man is attributed both by himself and the doctor in charge to the care of the sisters our lady of victory from our lady of victory the sisters report a case worthy of note in answer to a phone call the sisters went to an apartment house where they were met by a lady the wife of the sick man who had sent for them she told them that she was not a catholic and sent them to her husband's room they found a young man surrounded by every evidence of wealth and refinement but very ill for three days they attended this case receiving the visits of half a dozen doctors sent by his parents to bring relief he yearned to see his parents and his brothers but fear of the dread disease kept them away the last great specialist who came pronounced the case hopeless an hour after the man died the wife remained in another room while the sisters prayed with the dying man but she begged the sisters to remain with her that night they promised to return early the next morning when they returned they found her very ill a victim of influenza though she had not entered the room where her dead husband now lay not one of the relatives of either side came to see the sick or the dying in this case dread of the disease seems to have deadened all sense of affection only the priest who came to bless the dead man's body the sisters and the doctors in attendance crossed the threshold of this apartment the woman became dangerously ill but the sisters took charge and nursed her back to health when the sisters were leaving she said sisters when you came here i did not receive you very graciously because i believe the tales i have so often heard of catholic nuns now i shall surely make known what you catholic nuns have done for me when both relatives and friends stood back for fear st vincent's germantown twelve families in this parish were practically dependent upon the sisters for the care of the sick the care of the house and meals the society of st vincent de paul supplied necessary food and nourishment beside these about twenty families were visited and aided by the sisters in one home the mother and children were sick two children in bed with the mother a third lying on a couch they had not called a physician fearing that they might be sent to a hospital the sisters feared that one child would die but all finally recovered in one case the sisters visited a non-catholic family they expressed surprise at the kindness of the sisters for those not of our faith the sisters gave these people medals of our blessed mother and taught them how to pray they appeared to be very grateful and said that the house seemed to be a different home since the sisters came in another house where five were afflicted 
three died on one occasion the sisters called at a wrong house the woman who opened the door seemed terrified said there is no one sick here and hurriedly shut the door in the sister's face in one house the sisters found a young wife with a baby ten days old ill with the disease the husband lay dead in another room another case is reported under the sisters care in which a young woman aged twenty-two died and while her body was being prepared for burial her sister four years her senior died the brothers of these two sisters had to dig their graves visitation the sisters in this convent gave aid to about forty families at the call of the priests and the people themselves a diet kitchen was fitted up in the school where ladies of the parish prepared food and nourishment for the sick the sisters also prepared food in private homes and taught those who were well how to prepare nourishment for the sick the school children took an active part in carrying food to the homes of the afflicted handing it in at the doors and windows as directed at one house where distress had been reported the sisters secured entrance with difficulty when at last the kitchen door was opened they were met by a stench so offensive that they had to retreat to recover breath the man of the house told them that his wife who was also sick had gone to the house of her daughter some squares away to care for her on investigating the sisters found that the offensive smell came from the dead body of another daughter which had been lying in the house for a week the people being too poor to get an undertaker the sisters reported this case to the board of health the body was removed the next day one night a woman reported to the sisters that a family nearby methodists though surrounded by respectable neighbors of their own persuasion was in dire distress no one would help them from dread of contagion the sisters went to this home and gave the necessary care to a stricken mother and child about ten o'clock that night the husband returned home he was tearfully grateful for what the sisters had done in care of his wife and child he himself had had to go to his work leaving his sick ones alone and unattended you he said to the sisters have come to me unselfishly when i was deserted by my own in another home there was no one to admit the sisters they entered the house and found the mother on a cot surrounded by four little ones the father who had received the last sacraments was in the next room with another sick child the sisters took charge of the house bathed and attended the patients and cared for them until all recovered another home was reported in which both parents and three children were sick and a little girl of ten acting as house mother and nurse for all here the house had first of all to be cleaned the sisters did the washing prepared the food nursed the sick the sister who writes this report adds touchingly i thank god that i have been favored to do this little good my companion in this case took the disease and died a very holy death she has received her crown i am still waiting to be called st mary's academy logan two of the sisters in this convent assisted families in distress in the private homes of this neighborhood ten sisters went to the jewish hospital following an urgent appeal for help which was made through the medium of the most reverend archbishop in this hospital the work of the sisters extended to every branch of service they washed dishes arranged and carried trays helped in the laundry and cared for the sick 
someone seems to have been apprehensive about the menial work of the sisters and it was reported to the superior her answer was quite naturally in substance the sisters were called not to choose their work but to help no work is menial that is not done for a mean motive the sisters motive is the love of god and the love and relief of suffering brother men chester linwood st michael's two sisters were sent to the city hospital in response to an urgent call for help the remaining sisters did district nursing and cared for families in absolute need it was not always poverty writes one of the sisters that left the people destitute during the epidemic it was the fear and dread of the scourge on the part of kindred and neighbors who ordinarily would have cared for friends you have come in answer to our prayers was the greeting of one family in dire need another poor man told the sisters that he had prayed god all night for someone to come and give him a drink of water the sisters were met one day by a gentleman in an automobile who begged them to go with him to a little village about two miles away two sisters finally went with him they found conditions very serious even the poor babies had no milk the sisters set to work caring for the sick procuring what was needed through the benefactor of the community the employer of the people of the village and in god's goodness no one in this little village died though many were in critical stage of the disease when the sisters reached there Lenwood here the sisters waited on the sick in private homes the district nurses called for the sisters when they found obstinate patients in one case a girl in this model village absolutely refused to obey matron or nurse though she was in danger of pneumonia they sent for a sister who soon had the girl's promise to do all that was required of her she kept this promise faithfully in one home a young mother with three small children was dangerously ill the sisters of the sick woman came but went away saying they saw no danger the sisters then took charge of the patient the house and the children the mother died it was in this house that sister mary charles took the disease while caring for the children she lingered nine days in great agony then died resigned a most beautiful death conshocken st matthews four sisters went to st patrick's emergency hospital philadelphia four were invited by the director of the board of health to assist at the baptist emergency conshocken the ladies in charge of the emergency also requested the aid of the sisters all that is the director and the ladies non-catholics one sunday morning a foreigner came to the convent in a gig to ask that a sister ride with him to a family in distress two sisters went with him they found two little children trying to start a fire the father with pneumonia was in bed also a boy both fully dressed the mother and the baby eighteen months old were sick in the next room the sisters spent four days here going back and forth and despite the unfavorable conditions all the patients recovered among the sad cases which the sisters met was the following as they were returning to the convent a polish woman asked them to go to another family in distress as the sisters entered the front door they found crepe and candelabra evidences of a funeral the mother in this home and her child had been buried the day before going to the second floor they found a man and a boy in very serious condition the boy being delirious all the windows were shut tight and scattered in various places about the room were glasses of sour milk and lemonade 
the remains of cake crackers and other food were on the floor the window sills and even in the bed the boy had had hemorrhages and the bed was in a frightful condition as a first step they had the beds moved to such a position that they could open the window then they phoned to the doctor's wife a trained nurse came to their assistance and the patients were made comfortable by the removal of the soiled linen and the giving of medicine the sisters cleaned the room and gave nourishment they then sent for the ambulance both patients were taken to the emergency hospital where they died shortly after hexersville pennsylvania st kieran's on october eleventh from the headquarters of the red cross in pottsville came a hurry call for the sisters to help in the minersville emergency hospital two sisters went to the hospital and remained all night the hospital was established in two tents pitched on a vacant lot the sisters were stationed in the tent for women and children that night they prepared seven for death three of whom died before morning all the patients had the disease in its most virulent form there had been but one nurse in the tent and as many of the patients were violently delirious the sisters were very much needed the sisters took charge of afflicted families in the parish in some homes every member of the family was sick as they entered one house the father cried out oh sisters i have prayed to the sacred heart to send someone to give me a drink of water the sisters remained all day in that home caring for the sick making broths washing and changing the linens at night the grandfather took charge the father died in some places there was only one bed in the house the sisters procured cots and separated the patients one happy effect of the work of the priests and sisters here has been to break down the antagonism that had existed between the church and the public school authorities jenkintown immaculate conception the sisters here helped in the abington hospital and also did district nursing in the parish at the hospital they baptized a colored man who died shortly after they also prepared two white men for the sacraments one sister who nursed several colored women who died reports that she sent them to god as clean as she could both physically and spiritually one italian objected strenuously to having his face washed his reason was given i don't want to be washed i was washed yesterday the nurses here told the sisters that the patient eagerly watched for their coming every morning the assistance of the sisters was not confined to the wards they worked also in the laundry and in the diet kitchen the sisters received a letter of grateful acknowledgment from the hospital authorities after the peril of the epidemic had passed and they had returned to school work the sisters of st joseph have sixty-nine mission houses including those in the diocese of harrisburg trenton and baltimore according to a summary compiled from the records of the sisterhood in which the number of sisters engaged in relief work during the epidemic is given and the places where they served there were one hundred and sixty-seven sisters of st joseph detailed for work in general and emergency hospitals sixty sisters served in other institutions not counting those in ordinary charge of such institutions one hundred and eighty-six nursing and caring for the afflicted in private homes 
there was one point of peculiar trial to the members of those communities which were visited by death which deserves notice and claims our sympathy it was the mental suffering and silent resignation which the death notice brought to every mission house and its individual members when a sister was called to her reward there is a kinship of spirit of mind and affection next only to the closer ties of family and blood existing between the members of communities of men and women who have been associated in the training of the novitiate in the mutual restraint and self-discipline of following the same rules of life and daily observance in the ordinary course of a community's life the death notice is often not unexpected usually not a shock of surprise but conditions during those days and weeks of strain added much to the natural pain of separation in the death of a loved associate in life and religion now as the notice comes in of another dear sister's death perhaps by phone and not unlooked for there was an added pain in the thought which came to many individual associates of life and work in religion the thought that that dear familiar form the mortal frame of one who had been perhaps not only a sister in religion but a sympathetic friend a confidant one who knew how to lighten burdens and smooth the little troubles of life may now not have even the poor tribute of the church's ritual in the chapel of the mother-house from the mission-house to the grave with no consolation but the trustful prayer and the thought of her good life and her work for the master during the epidemic while the mother-house at westchester was under quarantine nine bodies of departed sisters were taken from their missions to the cemetery at westchester for burial End of part ten.